Back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, cut the brick off and play the money. We're talking about money all day. It's, it seems like, the, is it, is it, is it uh, money is the root of all evil or, or the love of money is the root of all evil? Which one? I think the love of money. It's the love. Bach, you know that. Yeah. Oh. I heard that one Okay, Bach. The yeah, love a, of. He looked like he watched Game of Thrones. For the love of money. Oh, I did watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I knew you For the love that. of money. <laughs> Listen, we, we got so many text messages, I got to get into them. Y'all done cut me off. Well, I'm going to have a special guest at the top of the hour. We'll wait till 11. He's back. Whoa. Yeah. Dude. This time I get Dude. to ask real questions, though. I'm a, we're gonna, it's an interview. I, I'll lead the interview and we'll. We'll get into it a little bit. We're going to have Johnny Mitchell on a little bit later on. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we're going to talk about – because I don't know if people know who – have you had a chance to see Johnny Mitchell on tape? Yeah, a little bit. Really? I mean, I've heard – it's more that in my age I've heard how great he was. How, you know, I'm how just saying, I, stop taking people's word for it. And it, because we live in this day and age where you can turn on the tape and be like, dang, that was Johnny Mitchell? Oh, yeah, I've seen Ooh, a few plays. You know why he only played two years and was out of here. You understand? Anyway. So let me get to your text message. 0760 says, I'm 74, and I have to say, between VJ, J. Foreman, and you, AD, I've learned more about football, about being a team, and personal accountability than I've ever understood. Thank you very much. I'm just that I'm reading people's words. That was on AD's new show, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> My name was on it, so I'm like I'm going to read it. Uh, VJ, T. Farley, Coven, best radio in town. And now that you all got Bob, even better. <laughs> you want Bob to call in? The Bob and VJ show. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Take over, Bob. Bob, you better come with the energy, though, if you call. Yeah, Bob. Because well, if you don't, I'm telling you, it's going to blow up. <laughs> it's going to blow up. I'm not playing. Call in if you like. You better have something good to say, because if not, we got Mr. Blow Up over there. Uh, it was a Friday night, and I was out late, bro. Next question. I love my dog. What? Is that me? No. What are we doing here? No, that's like Scott Tennant. What are you talking about, man? Do you see that box? Yeah, he, I don't know what that was. What is he talking about? about? He lost me. Chinese horseshoes is really popular. Have you ever played that? Nah, I just played a regular. Have you ever played Chinese horseshoes? I guess I don't know the difference. So I have to look it up. Chase B, that's a good. I mean, I've never played that before. Dirty Tony and the Boys. Is the same Vershawn Jackson that was so proudly standing shoulder to shoulder with Scott Frost when he was introduced as a head coach and the same one typing up 10 and 3 season? 30 Tony and the boys, absolutely. You're supposed to support the teammate. Let me just say this, okay? Because if you if you know me, then you've Scott Frost has been here for four years. And I've been saying the same thing for four years. But when I got in the radio, right? My voice is a little bit louder now. Everybody right. on YouTube knows what I used to say about this team and what I thought and the fact that we were dancing at practice way back in 2017, 2018. Okay? Don't, 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 don't start with me, Dirty Tony and the boys. And I hope you are Dirty Tony and the boys. <laughs> and please call in, Dirty Tony, so you can give me your take. But when you get in the radio, sometimes you don't want – I don't want – I didn't want us to be negative – I don't want to start this thing off with me getting back into the radio and be like bashing my alma mater. Who does that? We went into the transfer portal. We got rid of Adrian Martinez. When I started, I said I didn't think that that was a good idea. 
Why would you have a guy who's broken all, smashed all types of records? He's been close in one score games, and then you let him go, and you don't say anything. Did you hear him say anything about letting Adrian Martinez go? Huh? Did we hear anything about it? Did he say, "Well, I'm letting him go. I'm not. I'm putting up a fight for him." But if you go through all the press conferences, all we heard from Coach Frost was how great Adrian Martinez was. Okay, so but, but my thing is with Dirty Tony and the boys. Okay, I I, I watched Scott Frost since he coached at uh, uh, Oregon, and and I've been a fan well before of, that. And, and yeah, but, but well that's what, that. that's when he took the spotlight over for me was when he was coach. Uh, Offensive coordinator at Oregon. Okay, then he goes somewhere. I, I've been on Scott train for a long time. Mm. But when it comes to my school, my loyalty is more with Nebraska than it is with Scott because this is my school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They the one put a foundation for us out here. They the one taught me life. They the one, you know, this is why I came back to was because the University of Nebraska. But if it's time to hop off that train when it's time to get do something in a different direction. Well, the train has been derailed. Yeah. We, we just – we just were was willing enough to eat that sandwich. That's all. Yeah, I mean, hey, Dirty Tony and the boys, you was you was eating that sandwich. I I ate the sandwich this past year, but again, go back and listen to what I said. Okay, let's stop. We'll, just like we can go back and listen to what Scott said in his press conferences, right? Go back and listen to what I said. There's just no way that you have mass exodus. You've had mass exodus, and these guys like Wondell Robinson, who was phenomenal for you, you allowed him to leave. Are you kidding me? What? My best player? I'm going to let him go? I'm... I've been coaching football for a long time. There is no way, and I've been a part of football for all, almost all my life since I was seven years old. There is no way a coach lets the best player on his team go and then go start at another school well, and then I, get drafted. Uh, I, I don't really think Scott had to say so in that. Yeah, yeah, you know, listen. That is the transfer reporter. Let me say he this one more time. You got to retain those guys. You guys, don't, you, you, but, you guys are talking what you if, don't if know. You, I if, spoke if, to Wondell Robinson Sr. Okay. I mean, he, he said it was time for his son to go. Why? Because they had him at running back. They okay. had him out of position. Okay. So then me as a head coach, when you come in with your son and say, hey, you running my son on, on, on first and goal three times and getting them blew up going into the end zone, bro, you're not thinking about his life after football I mean, or hey, going to football, he, right? He if you kid. continue – no, 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 no. If you continue to run my son into the teeth of the Big Ten defense, we're leaving, okay? Now, me as a head coach, you just said that to me. I got to be able to take – okay, either I'm going to say – Okay, Mr. Farley, I'm not going to do that anymore. But if I say, okay, Mr. Farley, I'm not going to do that, and you do that, what do you expect? Okay, this is like saying if Coach Osborne asked VJ, hey, I need you to move back to running back. What would you would have said? I'm moving back to running back okay, to help yeah, the team. So, okay, so the coach is putting it, hey, putting him uh, where he needs to be at. But, but, I mean, but, but me playing – hold up, though. He's an all-SEC wide receiver. out-of-position playing okay, running but back, maybe man. Scott didn't, I'm not, figure, that, I'm didn't not, figure it out until it was late. No, you know, bro, stop, He was man. the best player stop, on the team. Stop, if it was stop, just Wondell Mavis, J.D. Spielman stop. happened, yeah, Wondell I mean, happened. But, <laughs> how many else happened? How many do you want to go through, right? You want me to go through the list? I mean, you lost the players. They left, so 
I mean, it, it's at the end of the day, that's what they made the transfer portal for. They made it easier for kids to leave and still play. So, now, if he would have played and had to sit out a year, he wouldn't have went nowhere. I get that part, but we're, yeah, we're, but at the talking. same time, the NCA made it easier for these kids to escape anything they wanted to escape by making a transfer. Point. I'm gonna say this one more time as a head coach, and Buck, I'll let you get a take. But as a head coach, I would never lose a Terrell Farley because I'm playing you out of position, and I know I'm playing you out of position. Okay, if you can, if if he could have been at running back, and they had lines that was blocking, yeah, and they had a fullback in front of him. That's a completely different story. But the kid was 5'7", soaking wet, 170. You tell me he's supposed to be playing in the big – he couldn't have played in the big eight unless he looked like Derrick Brown and he wasn't 170. That joker was 200. Well, go both ways. So, you know, at the yeah, end of the day, we lost a good player. and We lost a lot of good players. We didn't just lose some good players. The reason why we don't have death on defense is because we lost them all. How you going to tell me that Payne, remember Major Payne? Oh, yeah. Payne played a great year the year before, and then you talking about you going to get somebody that's going to replace him instead of keeping him in the fold because he knows the guys? Yeah, do, two defensive linemen suiting up for Oregon right now. But don't worry, we replaced we replaced those guys in the portal. And then Nebraska's giving up 500 yards a game. I'm just saying. Are we worse off? We went in the portal. We paid the money. For the portal guys, and listen, if they're coached up different, they might be different players. But if you coach to just post and just stand there and then don't do anything, you know, that's what you're going to get. But if you if you are trained to go and, like Coach McBride said, play the pass on your way to the ball carrier or, or on your way to the – play the run on your way to the quarterback. Right? I didn't say that. The great one of the greatest defensive minds said that. So you telling me that we that Scott Frost and his staff, Shenander, all of those guys, did not confer with Coach McBride, huh? Man, I, they don't don't be pointing fingers out here. Point fingers at the person that was making five million dollars. Point finger at the person that was making eight hundred thousand dollars. Point fingers at the person that are in control and in charge of our young men to make sure that they're football players. Anyway, let me get back to it. Thanks, Dirty Tony. I appreciate that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I like Dirty Tony. I appreciate yeah. that line of questioning. Thank you. Cadoba <laughs> uh, Guy 93 says, you can't say on the radio what Urban Meyer would do day one. <laughs> hey. You can't. Hey. You can't. You haven't. You haven't told us one. You haven't told us one thing. See, you can't be like the, the some of these politicians that'll tell you all the good stuff, and they still ain't tell you one thing that they're gonna do, and they actually do it day one. I don't know if day one's gonna be where you you win it, but I mean, the, I mean, you could huh? have, like go into the locker room, talk to the guys, but he's he Bro, needs, you got issues. He needs more guys on. Yeah, he needs more than what's on the roster right now. So recruiting is gonna be part of it. Um, day one, what do get the, Urban Meyer do? Get coaching staff together. What call, do you do? Call a team meeting. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> what does anybody do? But Urban, this Urban Meyer question is silly. It's like, who? If, if Kobe Bryant's out there in free agency, go pick up Kobe Bryant. Hey, calm down. That's what I, calm, calm down, That's sir. just silly. Leave the late great Kobe Bryant. Let him. Let him be. All Leave, right. I'm not Barry not, Bonds. Whatever. There you go. Whatever example uh, you want. If you, but you, but, but are you comparing you, you comparing Barry Bonds to Urban Meyer? Yeah. As far really? as the free agency of coaches, did Barry Bonds do steroids? 
Yeah. Oh, okay. So you so that that's what you're comparing? That's fine, yeah. So it's it's cool. All time home run king. It's cool to do steroids. A lot of home runs. Okay. I just want to make I just want to make sure where we're at, Bach. All right. I like it though. I like this Bach. <laughs> Bring it. All right, here we go. Uh gotta get coaches with herb to teach the kids to have a killer mentality. Yeah, I mean, thanks, Spencer. I think you do have to do that. Uh day one, Meyer would have great assistance around him and the team. I like that. Huh? He knows, day I mean, one is first his first responsibility to me, day one, is to get a team meeting, talk to the players as a group, and then talk to each player individually, find out what his goals are, find out who he is. That's that because I don't know if that necessarily happened. I just don't know. Craig says preach on VJ. Appreciate that, Craig. John and Cortland nine and three says needs to be built from inside Nebraska. Without those players, no one understands what it's about. I agree with that 100%. Got to get the former players down there. And I'm not saying former players to go and coach. I'm just saying for us to cheerlead. Who, who, listen, there's some guys that went, that went first round that made millions of dollars that would love to come cheerlead Nebraska. Right, Terrell? Mm-hmm. There are guys out there that would love to come back and be like, and be have we we'll probably put pom poms on. That's about as close as it's gonna get for me, Terrell. We'll probably put <laughs> <laughs> we'll, probably, we'll probably put the pom poms on. Then you say you can black fit black fit too. No, so no. If we called that one, remember the one the one kid, the one black kid that that was there when we was there, and he used to do all those black fits in a row. You remember him? Cheerleader. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, man, you don't remember you that. You get to the, the phone line? Mike's on the phone line if you want to get the mic. Okay, okay Bob, get the mic. Mike, saying. what say you? You're on the captain <laughs> show. Hey, how you doing? Here's what I say, and, and this isn't involving the heavy lifting of getting players, but I think the thing Urban Meyer or any coach could do is what Vince Lombardi did. He came to the Packers and had had a losing culture, and he said, gentlemen, I've never been associated with a losing team. And I don't intend to start now. And he went on and on of what his expectations were and what we're going to do to win. And I remember Bart Starr talking about it because he played for three or four losing seasons with the Packers. And as soon as the meeting got over, he called his wife and said, Honey, we're going to start winning. And I think from day one, you establish your expectations, your culture, and what, what you demand of the players. And that's, that's step one. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that, Mike. I mean, you got to get them on board first, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Joe B says this, 8-4, day one. Kid, the kids on the team needs to understand what Nebraska tradition is. Not half the kids, all the kids. The kids see playing half-ass plays all the time. That's not Nebraska football. If you don't go 100%, you shouldn't play sports. Listen, feel free to chime in. How about we win 30? You know what, Shaney? If we, if, when we win 30 is when we get back to winning 20 or 10. Five. Four. Three. Two. <laughs> one. The Captain Show will be right back to take it. <laughs> 93.7. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.